Every now and then, those hungry for business voices in your head can get you into trouble. Let's have ourselves a pocket-sized pep talk because sometimes we succumb to that desire for a piece of business, even when we're not really the right person for the job. A pocket-sized pep talk, the podcast that can help energize your business and your life with a quick, inspiring message. Now, here's your host, Rob Jollis. Earlier this week, a client contacted me and made a simple, straightforward request. She asked for a program I don't offer. I'm not trained in that particular topic. I don't write about it. I don't deliver modules on it. My mind had a field day with that request. First, I thought about renaming the request. I thought, well, I have a program that is kind of similar to this request that deals with prospecting. Maybe I should tell this client that that's what she really needs. Well, the request was not for prospecting. It wasn't asking for that module, but my instinct was simply not to give up. Maybe I could find something related that I felt comfortable delivering. Thank goodness I didn't give in and sell something that was not what the client was asking for. However, my mind wasn't allowing me to say no quite yet. Then I thought about discounting their request. I thought, You know, you don't really need a module like that. After all, most people know how to do what you're requesting. They don't need a module telling them what they already know. The fact is that module she was requesting is something that certain clients can benefit from. But that's not my specialty. I was very glad I didn't discount the request and tell them that this was something that they didn't need. Oh, my jealous mind is extremely competitive and stubborn. Finally, the most dangerous thought of all raced through my mind. I thought about telling the client that I could do it. I thought, why, sure, I can do that. Why, I practically wrote a book on that subject. I'm a walking encyclopedia, and people call me a subject matter expert on this issue. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. All three of these thoughts are natural, particularly for someone like me who is bred to compete. I don't like losing. I don't even like the word losing. But I also have to be aware of my competitive streak, and I have to watch out for that. I can do anything attitude, because that can get in the way. I'll tell you what I ended up telling the client. This is something I don't do, and I will never promise you that I can do something that I'm not trained to do well. I'll tell you what I can do. I can make a few calls and see if I can find the right person for this job for you. Now, how often are you faced with that little moment of truth similar to this one? How many times do we try to obtain someone's business even when we know we really aren't the best person for the job? Isn't it more important to let the client know that we're looking out for their best interests and we can be trusted? Isn't it more important to let the client know that we are valuing their confidence in our word and not overvaluing the short-term benefit of obtaining their business? They sound like such simple questions, but the truth is our instincts can often cloud over our judgment, particularly in a difficult economy. It's always interesting to notice how much tougher this issue is when we really need the business. Some years ago, I I gave in the temptation of 
listening to the voices in my head that blurred the line between what I could do and what I could almost do. I was pushed into a presentation by a client who doubled my rate to convince me to teach a subject I knew little about. Listen to that sentence again. It sounds like I was some kind of victim, which is exactly what the voice will tell you. I was pushed into it. They doubled the rate, convinced me they had to teach that, that, that I had to teach a subject that I knew little about. Oh, and if it doesn't work, it'll be their fault. Of course, that's not how the game works. You tell a client you can do something and you fail to live up to that commitment. It's no one's fault but your own. I gave that presentation some years ago, and it clearly was not my best work. At the end of the day, isn't it our best work that we want to be known for? So take it from a subject matter expert. Please understand that every time you make a promise to a client that you can do something, you have to back up your promise with a top-notch job. You have one priceless asset that outweighs all the little voices in your head hoping for business. Your reputation. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes, Outcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more information on this show and Rob at Jollis.com.